0: welcome no. to Chance Time, the oh, video game podcast that's generic, hosted by one of us, me, Ryan Speakman, and of course we have with us Paul Bills.
1: That was incredible. Thank you so much for that gift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we of course have Curtis Lowe.
2: I mean, that's it's a generic podcast, but that's not a generic intro song.
0: It, I kind of think it is,
2: but... Yeah. <laughs> I have never listened to a podcast that has a kazoo in the beginning.
0: So. I think it's generic to me because I made it. And <laughs> with us today, we have a very special gay guest. I mean, yes, guest. Um, we have with us Joseph Butler.
3: Hi everyone! It's good to Woo! have you here with your gays <laughs> yes. Here I am, <laughs> uh,
0: and we're gonna call you a Pokemon expert, but we'll Thank probably. You. Uh, to me, you are a expert on every single fictional character.
3: Well, thank you. I, I do what I can. I feel like I have a lot of worthless random knowledge stowed in my head. We'll see if it comes to use for once. So, hooray.
0: Yes. You, by the way, you texted me and you never told me who won between Vegeta and Thor.
3: Well, it's because you were supposed to watch the video.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my bad.
3: If it makes you feel better, it was Thor. Okay, it does okay. make I me feel better. Say, I
2: have to know now. You can't just throw that out there and it's like, oh, we'll never know.
3: Yeah, Thor was the one who won it. In the video, he crushed his Vegeta's head with Mjolnir. It was kind of cool. Wow.
0: Wait, yeah. so it wasn't just a guy explaining who would win. It was like an actual battle they made?
3: Yes, to both. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they do. It was this, It's this YouTube channel called Death Battle. It's really good. Um, But they pit different characters together and they show, like, their, you know, strengths, weaknesses, fighting techniques, whatever. And they, like, do the quote-unquote math of what they would have to do to be able to do that. And then pit the two characters in a fight and they make, like, a little animated video showing the fight. And then they explain why the one person won at the end. It's a good... It's a fun little, like... YouTube series has been going for a while. There's
1: a lot of really good battles. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Quote, so unquote, math is my favorite kind of math.
4: Yeah, I mean,
3: I feel like it's a stretch. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of the some of the things that they explain all that, but you know, here we are.
0: <laughs> so for those who don't know, Joseph is my current
3: roommate. I am. As of a few more weeks.
0: Yeah, that's true. Before I get married. This is... Uh, so it's exciting for me, but every time I go into your room, you're always watching... You've always, like, are almost finished with another show. most Mostly anime. Yeah. Or you're working on... We'll get into this later, but... You're working on some sort of project where you're writing down lists and lists of Pokemon names. (laughs) Or we'll just talk about Pokemon for who knows how long.
3: This is that's, that is very fair. I I do that a lot where I will be talking about Pokemon or making lists of different things. And yeah. Yeah.
0: And also I've mentioned this before, but to put a, a face to a name or a voice to a name, I guess is you are one of my, resident evil
3: crew yeah who will sit and play okay. resident evil yeah. with me <laughs> i do that and it's it's my favorite thing to do as far as like because i'm like i love playing video games is what i tell people i like yeah i love playing resident evil i've actually never played resident evil at all i've never <laughs> once controlled a character ever i just yell at ryan and tell him what to do <laughs> <laughs> and I like to say that we te- were able to. We're a good team because I feel like Ryan would never play Resident Evil by himself because it was be too scary.
0: I would be too scared. That is a confirmation.
1: This is what gaming's all about: coming together. I mean, yeah.
0: I have was you- actually saying that we should have, or I was thinking we could have Lauren on to talk about video game writing, since she hates the writing in all those oh, games. She hates it so much. <laughs> the other member of our
3: Resident evil crew (laughs) so paul curtis have you guys actually watched us play because i always thought there was only one person watched it and we called it our only fan our only
0: when we've done it on uh, twitch (laughs) no i've
3: I've never caught that
2: i didn't know you were streaming on twitch
3: we did it it like three times i think (laughs) yeah only one person watching was like cool we can start an only fan now (laughs)
2: <laughs> one just one only fan Is our only fan, one only oh, yeah. fan.
0: <laughs> he has to pay the equivalent of a thousand subscribers <laughs> <laughs> he'd do it he'd do it for us <laughs> alright well let us get into what is known as Mike Struckerberg's one thing Um, Joseph we haven't prepped you that much for this but would you like to go first
3: <laughs> sure <laughs> why not so from the my understanding of the assignment my one thing would be like one game and hey okay, talk about anything video, video game, game related or not but preferably video game, video game related <laughs> yeah so seeing video along the lines of video game related and i'm not going to go into pokemon because we're going to be talking about the whole time the other game that i spend the most time playing is ashamedly a telephone Game app called Empires and Puzzles. I like am the...
0: so excited to hear you talk about this because <laughs> I've seen I've... you play this for the whole time <laughs> I've known you.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been playing it for a very long time, and it's just like this stupid game that you put, you download, and you have like you know it has all the little pitfalls of like spend money to get this character or spend money to get more times to fight. But and of course, I I, I end up doing it here and there, but um you know you basically have this bejeweled chart and you make the little shields go into at least three of a kind and it attacks your enemies and you can power up your heroes and now i have all these like really high level heroes and i i don't want to brag but i'm a diamond level player now and it's pretty
1: exciting i'm pretty pretty proud of myself (laughs) Hey, we, we have bragged about mobile game accomplishments yeah. a lot on this podcast, so you are right in line. Oh, good, 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 good. <laughs> so, yeah,
3: I've been playing this one for a long time. I I now watch YouTube videos for strategy charts and new characters and how to use them or go against them in battles. And, yeah, it's way fun. I love it. And, yeah, that's my, that's my go-to if you guys want to know more it's about good. it. Is that it PvP or is it purely like Are you playing against other players somehow? Yeah. So there's a story mode where you can play just like computer, like computer things that the the creators have set up. But the oh, other okay. thing is you can also set it up where you're in an alliance. You can fight random people from around the world and their defensive team, um, and oh, you okay. so you can fight their five heroes against your heroes. Uh, your five heroes that you choose and as well there's like another aspect where you'll do like an alliance war so you'll have my my alliance versus some other random alliance around the world and you fight their defensive team but you can only use like a set like a certain hero once per war and you get six attacks okay. and so they're like they have a way of like scoring like you know how strong a hero is versus you know and that that gives you points and yeah it's it's a good time i really like it there's also like a titan that you end up fighting and there's like random quests and story modes there's they one of the story modes you go through atlantis another one was uh through like um basically like uh norse mythology so you go through like helheim and asgard and all this other stuff to
1: fight ragnarok every video game is norse mythology at this point
3: point. yeah at some point yeah, they will uh,
1: so yeah That's i play that game tough.
3: a lot
0: a lot do you think you will ever stop or do you fantasize about stopping
3: <laughs> here's the thing i'm in too deep i feel like i've invested a lot of time and also money into this thing I'm just like I can't I, 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 I don't know what to do uh, I've I've done that like maybe in the in the future possibly I could stop there was another game similar where I kind of did the a similar thing where I invested a lot of time and energy into it and I deleted it maybe a, a year ago but I hadn't played it for like three years oh, but I okay. still had it on my phone just in case <laughs> there you go that's wow. my one thing.
0: All right. Um, Curtis, what do you got for us today?
2: Um, <clears throat> well, I'll keep it quick because it's not really something we can talk too much about. Inscription uh, yes. is just the weirdest game. <laughs> like one of the weirdest games <laughs> I think I've ever played. Excellent. And all I'll say is I hit a point where I thought I knew where it was going on and then the game said no you have no idea and now I'm more confused than I ever was before in my life
0: that's fair i'm i'm very excited that you hit that point
1: finally and and it's not over yet that's all also i just
2: i don't even know what's going on anymore
1: <laughs> so that's
0: actually a good transition into what i want to talk about but there's a little bit of preamble before that where I we last week we had kind of talked about I I had kind of mentioned that a long time ago I was playing Lego Marvel superheroes and the one character I didn't get was Stan Lee. And so and I I often think back, I'm like, why didn't I just get that one guy? So I went back to it the other day and I was (laughs) like, let me just see how it is. And. I essentially have to replay 75% of the story again to do it. Oh, And so I was like, I, I did one. I like saved a Stan Lee. What you have to do is save Stan Lee like 50 times. And I had 12 left, but they were all in story <laughs> missions. Um, and so I saved one and I was like, all right, I did it. So I saved and exited it. The level. And it didn't save. I had to beat the whole level to do it. So I was like, "This is going to take me way more time than I want to spend in this." So I decided I'm never going to rescue Stanley.
3: <laughs> so Stanley,
0: I know it's a uh, it's my fault.
1: Um, other people have rescued him though. That's true. Not, just yeah, not in your... Not People in your have opinion. more time. And did you guys see that
0: weird thing where, like, Marvel paid to use his likeness for the next yes. X amount of years?
1: Yes, I did see that. Anyways. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um, so, because I no longer have that aspiration, I was looking through my Steam library, and I'm like, what should I play? And I remembered that Curtis was playing Inscription, and I saw uh, the creator, Daniel Mullins, his first game was on my list, Pony Island. So I played a little of that today and yesterday and beat the story mode. It's a really short game. It's only two hours, which is kind of what I was looking for. And you can definitely see that this is kind of like an earlier prototype for inscription where there's like a lot of similar kind of vibes going on but essentially it's a game that teaches you very very mild programming where you're, you're playing this game Pony Island and it's a really really basic game but then you find out there, there's something more sinister to it and you have to like fix glitches within the game to get more parts of the story, and more is uncovered over time. And I I might go through it again since it was so short and see. I I know that there's a secret ending. I looked it up after I beat it, and so I might try to do that. Um. But yeah, it it filled the time as an interesting story there. Is one part in particular. I'm just going to spoil it. If you don't want to hear about. Pony Island. uh, Skip ahead a little bit. But it, it was. Such a unique experience in a game. That I. Really want. To just share with you guys where. There's one. One we'll say battle where. You're battling this guy. And he's trying to outlogic you. And so he's asking you a series of questions, but he's trying to distract you. And so like. There's like text under his name. And then like an icon will appear in the, the screen and he'll be like, here's a picture of a pony. And then his name will change briefly for four seconds. And while you're looking at the pony, you don't realize that. And so he's like, what did it say under my name? And you have no idea, and so you type anything, and then you have to start over. Until you, like, realize, oh, the, the text was changing. But there was one part of it where he was like, all right, say something really vulgar. And I, was, I didn't say anything too vulgar, but I was remembering about uh, Spider-Man comics where the big insult is panty waist. i i wrote the word panty waste and then all of a sudden i get a message on steam from one of my friends that says so one of my friends who's playing a game and it says lol panty waste what are you talking about are you like did you just get hacked (laughs) and i was like Did it just, like, without my permission, send that to all of my Steam friends? (laughs) And then I looked in my chat history, and the message had not been sent to anybody. And then when I went back, he's like, I told you you weren't allowed to leave the game. And then he, like, kills me. And I was so confused. And then when I redid it, the same thing happened. But what what I think it's doing is they take one of your friends from your friends list and just copy their picture and make it look exactly like the steam uh, yeah. thing as if you, he's like chatting you and as if it sent it to that person.
1: Wow, that's but wild. It,
0: yeah, it, it like it threw me for a loop, but it was re- a really cool, cool thing. <laughs> and then there were a few more moments like that, but that was probably the most significant one. Oh, yeah, right, Pony Island. Turn. Interesting game.
1: Yeah.
4: It's weird.
1: Right, Sorry, Paul. Uh it's my turn. Um I don't I don't I don't know what to talk about. Um I guess so the the two games I'm playing the most right now. I've talked about both of them too much already on the podcast. But I'll talk about them both briefly. Um, Oh, actually, one real quick thing. Update on the Steam Deck. Every single time I turn on the Steam Deck, it downloads the 200 megabyte update for Rocket League and drops the Wi-Fi connection like five times while it tries to do that. Literally every single time I turn it on. There's no way Rocket League is being updated that frequently. I don't know what it's doing. It's very annoying. But there you go. There's an update on the Steam Deck. The Wi-Fi issue is not completely resolved. Mm. So bummer. there you go. Yeah. Another game I'll talk about is Fortnite yet again, because Fortnite has now the virus has spread to my son in a really bad way. Whereas every single day he wants to play Fortnite in split screen together. And we're getting like weirdly good. Like. We have like. I don't know. Over. We definitely have over 10 duos. Victories. Me and my five year old son. (laughs) (laughs) He's a prodigy. Yeah, because well so he doesn't actually shoot very much. Like he knows how to, but he doesn't like to. And so mostly, well, the most annoying part is every single time we play together, we have to get jet packs and the jet packs are now only in one spot on the island. So we drop to the same spot literally every single time we play. It's getting very annoying. Uh, but we have to get jetpacks, and then he just he loves to pickaxe people so that's like he, he is finally learning that he can shoot people but most of the time he just tries to pickaxe people and if there is anyone downed he will always prioritize trying to pick up the down person over fighting so he will run like into the middle of this total chaotic fight and just try to revive somebody and i'm like that's not gonna work (laughs) stop trying that um but also the last couple days he's had us join um he's like can we have a whole team and so he wants to do squads and like fill with two random people and we're like three for five winning with a a random filled squad i don't know what's going on with that hilarious (laughs) yeah so he like most of the time we win he doesn't even kill anybody but he does he's really good at healing and carrying healing items and he's really good at monitoring my health and he will constantly like run over to me and be like dad you need shields and he'll throw shield potions on the ground for me <laughs> and I, like sometimes i don't even notice that i've lost my shields <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really weird like he's taken the support role yeah. without me like telling him to do it that's just what he's decided he will do that's his role on the team that's incredible. <laughs> <It's> really interesting <laughs> yeah so yeah we're like i don't know like we don't win We have like a, I would say like a 20% win rate, maybe. It's like really surprising to me. (laughs)
5: Um,
1: So that's been fun. And then the other game I'm playing is, of course, Persona 5, which we talked about last week a little bit. And I, this game is very easy to spend time with. Um, It's like 100 hours long, but I've already put like 20 hours into it in like a week. Because it's just so like you you get in the car and you go it like it's can you can you give like a brief overview of what the gameplay is actually like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it it's surprisingly varied. First of all, like I'm surprised how many different things you do in this game, um, and. Anyway, so basically the formula is you go to school and then sometimes when you're at school you get asked a question that is like a real-world trivia question. And you could look up all the answers online. It's really easy to do that. Um, And if you answer the question right, you get uh, knowledge points um, because you have all kinds of stats in this game uh, like knowledge and guts and... Charm and kindness. You have all kinds of stats like that. And so, if you answer the question right, you get knowledge points. So, you go to school, you answer a question if you have to answer a question. Uh, And then, after school, you get to decide what you want to do. Most days, you get to decide what you want to do. And you can go work a part time job to get money, or you can spend time with a friend to grow your relationship, or you can um study and you can study in different locations and different locations give you different bonuses you can read a book to gain stats you can all kinds is this
0: similar to fire emblem where before you do any fighting you do a lot of talking to people and
1: yes Okay. Uh, I think the Fire Emblem, especially Three Houses. That, that's the one pulls, I meant. Yeah, Three pulls Houses a lot from the persona formula. Yeah. Okay. And then one of the activities you can choose to do is um, you can go into the metaverse, which the metaverse is like the world as it's perceived in the mind of someone. So it's like a metaphorical, like, this is how they view the world. And in the metaverse is where you have the traditional like JRPG turn-based battles, you know, like Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but in Persona, instead of Pokemon, you have personas, which are like different. They're like creatureification of an aspect of someone's personality. So they're like these like cartoonish depictions of like. A personality in the world. Yes, I'm and familiar with Jokers from Super Smash Brothers. Yes, yeah, yeah. So he has Arsene, but Joker can have multiple personas. Most people only have one, but Joker okay. can have multiple. Um, so you have your party of four and they all can fight, but they also all have personas and their personas can fight. And so it's just typical JRPG turn-based battles where you're deciding what attack to do. And some attacks are buffs, some attacks are debuffs, some attack, and then there's like different elemental attacks. And you know, people have strengths and weaknesses. So if you hit them with an attack they're weak to, it does more damage and yada yada yada. But it's extremely streamlined version of the JRPG and extremely stylish. Um but yeah, so like I said, you just kind of get in the car and you go. The game is really good at being like now make a decision of what you're going to do. Okay, you've done that. Here's your reward for doing that. Now time has progressed. Make your next decision. And the whole like time progressing, like there's actually a calendar in the game and it's actually like it's like morning, daytime, after school, evening. Like those are like the chunks of time you have to use. And it's very, like, it gives this sense of urgency that's not in a lot of games, especially, like, open-world games, where you're like, I have to make a decision of what I'm going to do, and that means I can't do all of these other things, because I can only do one thing. So, like, if I choose not to study, I won't have enough knowledge. I might not have enough knowledge for something that's coming up. But... I want to increase my kindness so that people uh, like respond well to me and help me. And, you know, so it's like you have to decide what you're going to invest in. And just the fact that like time is ticking makes it feel so much heavier, even though I don't really know how much of an opportunity cost there really is like i i haven't hit a point where it was very clear like oops you didn't invest in this so you fail and now you have to deal with that but there have been times where i went to try to do something and they're like oh well you don't have enough guts to do this you're not brave enough And but it seems like i can just do it later you know it's not like the opportunity is gone forever um but that like sense of urgency with the time is like really messes with my head because i'm so used to games being like there are eight million things to do start your task list and just go from top to bottom but in this game it's like there's a thing you could do today but there's also another thing you could do and you can only do one of them it's up to you and i'm like well i don't know i like i don't have enough information to make the right decision (laughs) but that's kind of that's kind of the point is it's like you have to you have to do what what you think makes sense for the character you're trying to build. Um, so yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, and like I said, like you just kind of get in the car and go. And so it's like that 20 hours has passed like nothing, like way quicker than 20 hours. in in most other games, because it just, um, it's just so like next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. And it's, it's varied and interesting enough that I don't feel like I'm, I'm dragging through content or like grinding, you know, like a lot of JRPGs are. It's mm-hmm. like very. That
0: sounds preferable to me. Yeah. Also, is there a literal car or are you using a metaphor?
1: Uh, I'm using a metaphor, okay. but also, also confusingly, there is one section of the game where there is a literal car. <laughs> okay. Isn't, there, isn't <laughs> it like a big black
2: van or something like that?
1: Yes. It's. Uh... It's actually one of the funnier jokes in the game so far is there's this character that looks like a cat and everyone calls it a cat, but the character can talk and keep saying, I'm not a cat. Um, I just, you just, you just like view me as a cat, but the cat actually turns into the black car. And the way that's explained is since you're in the metaverse, which is a world created by people's cognition the cat character makes a joke of like for some reason cats turning into buses is really easy for human cognition to perceive and it's just like a total joke it's a total joke about like totoro right and about i was going like, to
3: say i blame totoro for that yeah no it's
1: 100 percent a totoro joke and i'm like wow that is like one of the most direct references i've ever seen in a game to like what it's inspired by But it's very effective because the idea is this is modern day tokyo and so we're in a world created by the cognition of the people so it's like yeah that actually does like make sense that you would make this joke and that this would work in in the world you've created and like the rules you've given it so that's very funny uh so yeah there's a lot of like clever little references like that too where it's like because it's a world created by people's minds this is the stuff that's in people's mind. But it's not like... It never, like, says, like, because of that movie, Totoro, you know? It, like... It's just, like, lets you pick up on what the actual reference is. Mm-hmm. It, it's very well done. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, Persona 5. I, well, you'll probably hear about it multiple more times before I'm done with it. So, <laughs> there you go. You're making me want to pick it up, but... Yeah. I, I will
0: mean... definitely... Put it in my future playlist. Yeah,
1: only only when you have the
0: time. <laughs> yes, a which might be never. Yeah, right. But I do own it, so I could play it at some point.
2: Do
3: it.
0: <laughs> right. Let us get into our topic for today. The topic is Pokemon. Pokemon. There's, nice. <laughs> There's too much to talk about. I feel like I personally know so many people who know a lot about Pokemon and my goal is to get a lot of these people on at some point to talk about different aspects of Pokemon. But I am a little afraid that once Joseph is no longer my roommate, that I'll never see him
3: again. Uh, That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that evil on you,
0: <laughs> but no we'll we'll definitely see each other. We gotta finish all the resident evils that come out
3: but this is fair
0: um but yeah, so there's we don't really have anything specific we're talking about today, but I know that we'll get into stuff beauty um so let's go around the virtual room. And we're going to start with you, Joseph, but can you just give us a brief history uh, of what uh, your history with Pokemon and what your relationship with Pokemon has become?
3: <laughs> um. So Pokemon for me, like, I you know, I remember when it first came out in the 90s and watching the anime uh, every morning before school uh it was something me my mom babysat so me and our, me and my friends we would watch it and it was always like a fight at yelling at each other who named the pokemon first that was a big <laughs> fight um and uh no so like i never got into the the trading card aspect of it because it cost too much for my taste and I got into the games later on in life, but I would say I really was like into the anime at first. Uh, now that I've gotten older, I kind of dabble with a lot of different things. I enjoy, you know, the the playthrough mode. I enjoy the playthrough mode. I enjoy catching all about the Pokemon. I like to have. I try to complete the deck as much as I can. Um, I don't always trade, and so obviously I can't do it. But I'm. I, I like getting as much as i can because i gotta catch them all like that's what's ingrained in me (laughs) and actually i've been going through the different generations and i have some strong opinions about the generations because of the fact that i can't catch them all in every generation that that puts them down on my list quite a bit um but i you know i kind of like dabble in a lot of different things of just like how do I make the best team to go through the generation and dealing with like the trainers, the the rivals, the elite four, the champion and the gym about ba- gym leaders. i um, trying to figure out what's the best team. What's the best moves? How can I cover myself? And I like to, I've been getting more into the competitive scene. I haven't done any competitive battling or anything like that, but I like watching it. I like watching like the, the YouTube channels and the, The videos that go with it, because I find that kind of fascinating about how like Pokemon that I think are just garbage in the game tend out to be like these really, really good, competitively viable Pokemon. So it's just kind of crazy, all that stuff that goes into it. So I've kind of been dabbling. I feel like I know a little about a lot of different aspects about Pokemon. I think that's kind of where I am.
0: Uh, Curtis, Hmm. same question.
2: Um I think I think I first got into Pokemon in second grade with the cards mostly, or did I get it was either the trading card game first or Pokemon Yellow was my first game I played nice um <clears throat> I still have all my Pokemon cards. they're sitting in the basement somewhere I think <laughs> um I didn't really get too into it. I don't have a lot of fancy nice cards um. I still remember when, though, what I think I got a dark Charizard foil card once that was stolen from Mm -hmm. me in second grade. Oh, (laughs) and I know who did it and he never fessed up to it. How did you know? I don't remember how I knew, but I do remember that you do
1: in your soul. (laughs) I knew in my soul.
2: Exactly. Um, No, but later, but I, I had a really nice Chansey card and that went missing, too. And I remember it must have been in recess because I can't imagine I just stormed out of class in the middle. This is in second grade, <clears throat> uh, but I remember going into the hallway, finding his backpack hanging in the like in the hall, and opening the side pocket and pulling out my Chancy card and be like, "Look, I knew you took it. Now where's my Dark Charizard Ooh. card?" And he never <laughs> fessed up to it. Wow. Uh, so horror. I wonder if uh, he still geez. thinks about that. Wow. While. I still every we'll once in a while. What
4: were you in when this
2: happened? Second. <laughs> wow <laughs> uh man yeah so anyway
0: do you remember <clears throat> his name can I, we shout
2: him out on the podcast i do remember his name
0: all right let's uh, let's give a special shout out to this guy who stole your dark charizard if you have it give it back
2: yeah give it back i don't need to actually say his name <laughs> but I have no way contact him or anything yeah Wouldn't that be funny that like 20 you years later, that. like, where's my dark Charizard? <laughs> I know you <laughs> took it in second grade, man. I feel um, like
1: there's also a version of this story where you get back your Chancy card, and then you go down the street and you solve a local murder or something, and you become <laughs> like a detective. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: man. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Pokemon story from my past, for sure. Um, other than that, I only played, so I... I remember going to like little, there weren't tournaments, but like get together things that like the, like the, it wasn't even yeah, it was a mall in Burley Idaho to play Pokemon with other kids. (laughs) And I got like the little book where you get badges in it, you know? So I did that a little bit. Um, I remember a kid just trying to throw out a Blastoise or something without evolving it. And I was like, that's not how you play the game. He's like, yeah, it is. And he wouldn't follow the rules. And that was fun. It's, what of <laughs> punk kids in Pokemon? Man? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um,
1: there's, there's some trauma here, for sure.
2: <laughs> this is why I don't do Pokemon anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, other than that, I played yellow. I had... I want to say I had gold. And then sapphire. And then after that, I never really played a Pokemon game again. Um, I just fell off of it for whatever reason. I don't really know why. So, sorry that's kind of an abrupt ending but yeah, that's, it's all good. Just, that's just how it went
0: Paul what about you
1: yeah um, for me it definitely started with the anime as well but then it quickly became all about the cards not even playing the game just collecting the cards uh, I remember there was, a, there was a girl at our school that I don't know what the connection was, but she had some connection to get Japanese cards, which was like instantly way more valuable because it was like Japanese. Yeah, I don't know, because it was like from the home country of Pokemon, even though it was like the same cards printed on the same paper, just in a different language. (laughs) But uh, I remember in particular, she had a Japanese Sabrina, the gym leader card. Ooh. And I wheeled and dealed. I don't remember what I gave her, but there was much negotiation. And I finally secured the Japanese Sabrina trainer card. And that was a that was a victory in my young life that I remember to this day. Um, I was really into the cards. I went I remember going to the movie, the first Pokemon movie. And, and the most exciting part to me was getting like the exclusive card that came with your ticket. The little like, they had like four different cards you could get. Remember which one you got? I got Pikachu, and I'm pretty sure I still have it. I think I got Magmar. Yeah, it had like the special gold foil, like kids WB logo in the corner. And it was awesome. And it was very important to me. And I remember crying in the Pokemon movie when Ash dies and being so embarrassed and like (laughs) really hoping that no one saw that I was crying because Ash died and all the Pokemon cry for him and their tears combine and resurrect him. And it's a beautiful moment. It is a beautiful moment. (laughs) Yeah. And it was. It was really kind of very emotional for me and that I like. Again, I was like so embarrassed and I was like, oh, did anyone notice? Like, I can't, no one can see that I cried about this. Like, it's just a movie. <laughs> uh, uh, little yeah, did so you know
2: I, all the other kids around you were crying too. Like, all doing, doing the same thing. They're like, oh,
1: no one look. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ash, you so important to me.
0: I do want to, I just looked up what the cards were. I got Electabuzz for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. There's Mewtwo, think-
0: Electabuzz, Pikachu, Dragonite. And wasn't there a Mew one as well?
1: Yes, I'm pretty sure
0: there was.
2: Wait, what this definitely- from? The movie? Yeah. The movie.
1: They- oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah. I, I, I still have the, the Mew theaters. one. Yeah.
2: I still have it. I never opened it. It's in the wrapper. It's in mint condition. Nice. Wow. I don't know what I'll ever do with it. Yeah. Just look uh, up a,
0: a youtube video that tells you it's worth four billion dollars right i remember looking the, up
2: how much it was worth and i saw people selling it for like ten dollars
1: and people trying to sell it for yeah. like hundreds of dollars that's how it always yeah, is which is it yeah uh anyway so it started with that and then um eventually so i didn't have like a game boy or anything so i couldn't play the video games um but eventually, with a paper route, I bought a Game Boy Advance, and then I borrowed Pokemon Blue from, I will name him Casey White, and never gave it back to him. I still have that Pokemon Blue in my house to this day. It has moved with me like eight mm-hmm. times. I still have it. I'm sorry, you, Casey, I never gave it back to you. And I probably you also never
0: have will. Curtis's Dark Charizard?
1: Was <laughs> it you? Uh, it was me. I I am the I am the villain of of Curtis's story. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> the real question is, would you give it back to this kid, child?
1: <laughs> if I, I would give I would give Curtis's Dark Charizard back, knowing now how much it scarred him. <laughs> <laughs> would but you give it back think, the Game Boy? I was gonna say I don't think Casey White cares about Pokemon Blue. So if he asks for it, I'll give it back to him. But. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in, like, at least five years. <laughs> um, anyway, so I played through Pokemon Blue, and then Pokemon kind of went dormant in my life for a long time until... Uh, I guess, which one did I actually buy? I think Sun and Moon is actually... Well, no. I got a 3DS at some point and bought Y. And played through Y, but it was after Y had come out. Y had been out for a while, and oh, and then I bought Alpha Sapphire and played that. And then when Sun and Moon came out, I played that day one. Um, and then I also played uh, Sword day one. So I guess my relationship now to Pokemon. Oh, I also played Pokemon Tournament. I, I should shout that out. I freaking oh, love nice. Pokemon Tournament. Um. And then there was a card game renaissance as well, along with Ryan. Uh, We got into it together. When was that, like 2018? It was when Pokemon Go came out. Yeah. Mm So 2016, maybe? Yeah, it was probably around there. Yeah, like the 20th anniversary. Like, we all got way into it again. I even, like, as an adult, when I got back into it, went... Uh, i did one tournament like i made a competitive deck i got into it enough to make a competitive deck and went and played a tournament i was at that same tournament yeah and i went like two and five or whatever and it was actually a lot of fun like i enjoyed it (laughs) Wait, was that the same Uh, tournament or was that not no i did to a different tournament and then you and Uh, Sterling went to, like, the SLC regionals. Mine was just a tournament. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, like a local card shop. Okay. Um, But anyway, so I I dropped the card game again because it got too expensive again. That is the problem with all trading card games. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I would say my relationship with Pokemon is I will play, I will get excited and play each, like, actual new generation but like i haven't played the remakes i just like want to i don't want to be like up to speed with like the the core main new generation games but otherwise it's pretty easy for me to ignore i did play a lot of pokemon unite when it first came out i got pretty into that climbed the ranked ladder a bit and enjoyed it but then again just kind of fell off because of other stuff um so, yeah, that's my relationship to Pokemon now. It's just kind of excited for Scarlet and Violet. Um, but ignoring even Arceus, I thought I would play Arceus and then it got closer and I was like, I eh, will skip it. So I've ignored Arceus, I ignored Diamond and Pearl remakes, but I will play Scarlet and Violet. I'm excited for those. Awesome. Uh, just real quick,
0: third or fourth grade... I didn't really know what Pokemon was until everybody at my school was like. Pokemon is the only thing you need to care about. (laughs) And I some kid told me he was going to give me a Pokemon card, and I like hounded him when he told me that I was like, so are you going to give it to me yet? And he was he seemed hesitant, but finally he gave me a far fetched (laughs) card and that was it like for like I there. I had a neighbor we would talk about Pokemon and he got me Pokemon Blue for my birthday and I got into the cards also purely collecting um I had a lot and then oh well I'll get into what happened to the cards in a bit but I played through Blue and like I remember beating the elite four and that was like a huge achievement in my life as a kid. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I, I watched the anime after all of that for a bit and I, but I didn't really get super into it other than like the reruns of like the first season that were always played on TV. Um, and I remember seeing the movie But then I remember it got to a point where it was embarrassing to admit that you played Pokemon. I think it was like (laughs) in sixth grade, I remember one of my friends telling me in secret that he still played Pokemon and he was like, you could tell the sense of shame he had about it. (laughs) And I like remember that sinking over. And I do remember at one point my mom asking me like in fourth or fifth grade, like, what I wanted to decorate my room. And I was like, I want a Pokemon room. And she was (laughs) like, no, we're not going to do that. You're not going to like Pokemon forever. (laughs) (laughs) And I always think about that to this day, because for a while it was true because once it got to the point where I like, it was kind of embarrassing. I fell off. I never even got to the next, like the second generation. I only ever played blue and, my reference to Pokemon was only smash bros for a very long time. But smash cut to. Pokemon go. Where? Well, let me talk about what happened to my cards. I give my cards, all my cards to my brother, Brandon. Because I was like, this is cool. This is a cool big brother move. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like given him all my cards and like, this means a lot to me. And so like, by the way, never, I'll n- never forget the day I opened up a pack and saw Charizard in there. Like that was like, that was another <laughs> moment that I'll forever hold dearly. Yes. That, that was life. Yeah. Charizard. <laughs> but okay, I give them, mean. it's so true. I gave them to my brother and like literally like a week later, he was like like feeling good about himself and I was like, What's up? And he's like, I just sold those Pokemon guards for twenty dollars to our neighbors. For twenty dollars. Uh, so yeah. And so they're gone. The the originals I had are gone forever and I learned to be careful what I give to people.
1: <laughs> but Literally the exact same story with my sister and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, really? That's a, that's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, Pokemon Go came out, and Pokemon Go never looked appealing to me. But because every... I never have downloaded Pokemon Go, but because of the craze of Pokemon Go, that was kind of a segue into me buying a 3DS. And I played every Pokemon game on the 3DS. So I bought X. I played through all that. I bought Omega Ruby, played through all that. And then I bought Moon, played through all that. And then from then on, I was just like, I think I love Pokemon. And when I got the Switch, I have bu- bought in every single Pokemon game that's come on it. And I've had a great time, whether it's a new generation or me figuring out what Diamond and Pearl was all about because that was one I missed. and I think one of the the key things for me was when I worked with you, Paul, and when Sun and Moon came out specifically and you and I were coordinating how to fill out the entire Pokédex and I was like, I want Moon and you're like, I want Sun. And then from (laughs) there on, we were like, that was like our goal
1: yeah <laughs> all the trading all the <laughs> all the looking it up yeah that was Yeah, and it, it really the enhanced the experience yeah.
0: for me um but yeah pokemon like it it's here to stay in my life i think and i don't know but enough about histories and all that let's get back to you joseph Yay me. (laughs) (laughs) So you say you're not like as into like the teams, but I think that's what we talk about the most when I talk with you. Like you it seems like you're always like you know so much about what Pokemon has the best moves (laughs) and like what which Pokemon kind of synergize together. So what what kind of what kind of piqued your interest about like the team building specifically?
3: Well, I just think like I remember as a kid, like my so my first game that I played for Pokemon was Gold and Crystal. And I remember just like not being able to understand why some moves were super effective and think I like I had to know what was gonna make the best team so I could just like essentially demolish anyone and everyone and face any challenge and not have to be worried about it. Um, I just think it's kind of cool that you can like essentially make this well rounded team and figure out, okay, who can I use for a good defensive? Who can I use to set up my, my offense? Who can I use to be my, my quick sweeper toward the end game? Um, And it's kind of cool to be able to do that with the different generations, and every generation kind of adds a different layer, a new. They try to add like a new twist in some way to try to spice things up in the overall game that's been the same since we were in like second and third grade. Essentially, the formula hasn't really changed a whole lot, but they've they've tried tweaking it to give it a new flair. And I just kind of I find it fascinating that there's so many fun ways of doing that um so yeah i just i find it i i've watched a lot of i've watched a lot of youtube channels (laughs) that (laughs) talk about pokemon and like building teams and now figuring out essentially what types of pokemon are going to be more youth more worth your time than others so yeah
0: i can you explain I I don't remember if I fully grasp it, but can you explain the exercise you did where you were writing... You like, yeah. It was like a typing type of thing. You, uh-huh. you have to explain it. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, though, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, one the one of the questions whenever I end up talking to, about Pokemon with anyone and everyone, one of the questions that always, well, at least one of the questions that always gets brought up, is what type of gym leader would you be? (laughs) Like that's always like the question of like, you know, what typing would you be like water Uh or steel or ground type, whatever, what have you. And I always hated that because I kind of hate that the gym leaders are always just one type. Mm -hmm. And if you have like, one Pokemon that's like, if it's like the electric gym and you have one ground Pokemon, you're going to basically just like sweep right through it without a problem. It's not going to, it's going to be really easy. Um, And so anyways, like uh, what I decided to do, if I was a gym leader, you know, I would want to, I called it the roulette gym. And essentially what would happen is the person would show up to my gym. I'd spin a wheel and the wheel would have all the 18 different types of Pokemon. And whatever it landed on was the type of team I would use. So that leads to what are the different teams? That makes sense to you guys. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. So what I, what you would do, uh, this is the, so I'm like, it kind of changed it into like a Pokemon team like, challenge if uh, and the rules were you are an eighth gym leader and you're allowed to have five different pokemon on your team the the team has to fit within the they have to have like you know the typing that's listed so it's fire water electric fairy steel dark psychic uh, etc um Mm -hmm. so they have to be that typing they cannot be a legendary or a mythical Pokemon because no one ever has those for these challenges. So why would you be allowed it? Um, and then the, what were some of the other, you could, but you could have starters as well or pseudo legendaries. Those were a free game. And the other thing was if it's a dual type Pokemon. So for example, like uh Pidgeot, is a dual type, it's flying and normal, that Pokemon would have to be on both teams. So that's where it gets a oh, little more complex. Yeah. So, you know, if you wanted to, like, say you have a ghost, you rolled on ghost and you wanted to have Gengar, because Gengar is like the OG ghost Pokemon, and is a great Pokemon to use for a lot of different reasons. Um, but it's a ghost poison type. So, I mean, on your poison team, you'd have to have Gengar there as well. So you're still only allowed five slots. So as a result, it turns into almost like a Pokemon pseudo-coop like configuration. Yeah. And yeah, it got really frustrating because there were some Pokemon that I really, really liked. Like, but I they were getting voted out because I couldn't keep them because I had like another Pokemon I like more for an in a different typing or something like that. And so it turned into like this really cool like configuration but I really enjoyed doing that and again I would have to try to balance it out so like for example with the dark type um I wanted to have a honch crow because honch crow is a dark type but it's also flying and dark types main weakness is a fighting so I wanted to have a flying type pokemon to be able to counteract if people who just bring in a fighting type um so yeah I had a lot of different like ideas of trying to figured that out and I never even I feel like I made a full list of my 18 so it was like in the end it's like 18 different teams of 5 and I think yeah I had like a bunch of different Pokemon but I ended up scrapping it because I didn't like it toward the end I'm just like no there's a lot of different things I would change it so I don't even know where I put that list <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying we should awesome. start this challenge. I would love to hear your guys' yeah. 18 different teams uh, based on what you guys liked or didn't. Like, oh, the other rule. That was one more rule. So, yeah, the, the, your team of five, they have to fit the typing. Um, if it's a dual typing, they have to be in both categories. No legendaries, no mythicals. And, there's, and whatever evolution it, there is, it has to be on your team. So Vaporeon has to be on the water team. Umbreon has to be on the dark team. Sylveon has to be on fairy. So that was the other thing. So any evolution has to be in that team as well.
1: But there's not an evolution for every type. No, there is not. So some teams would have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So some
3: teams you only are allowed four slots versus other teams. You can still keep your five.
2: Did you say fairy type? Yeah, there's a fairy
3: typing now. They added it in... Generation... I think it was
1: X and Y. Yeah, yeah. X and Y. It's 6, I think. Yeah, Gen 6. Xerneas is fairy type. Uh-huh.
0: Mm. All right, that leads me to a question for you, Curtis. How out of the Pokemon loop are you?
2: I mean... <laughs> I know you've, you've,
0: you've hinted at it many times before. <laughs> mm. Uh uh what what is there is there anything that would get you back into pokemon curtis
2: i just feel like i'm so out of it now that it's be hard to ever get back into it you know
0: do you think if your kids got into it you would get back into it or would you just let it be your kids thing
2: um i'd probably just let it be their their, their thing honestly i mean i would play with them a little bit and stuff, but I wouldn't go out of my way to play on my own probably just because I'm so it's been so long, you know, since I've played any of those games, like Pokemon go was the last time that I was like, Hey, Pokemon is cool. And it was okay because it was originally, it was just like the first generation, you know, Mm -hmm. and then they started adding the next few generations. I was like, okay, I kind of remember the second and third. That seems familiar. And then they kept going and I'm like, I don't know who any of these ones are at all. Like I'm just kinda confused now at this point. So yeah, I just I'm so I've been so like detached, you know, like out of the Pokemon world that I just I didn't know there was a fairy type. I had no idea. I didn't know (laughs) how many like how many EV evolutions are there now. I only remember like the the water, electric and fire ones. That's all I remember.
3: There are eight, I believe. Wow.
2: Yeah, so okay. there
3: are the three with F- Flareon, Jolteon, Vaporeon. Yeah. And that's Gen 1. And Gen 2, they added Sylveon and Umbreon, which is the psychic and dark typing. um And um I forget, I think it's Gen 5. Yeah, Gen 5. They added a Leafion and Glaceon for ice and grass. And then then Gen Six they added Sylveon,
2: which is a fairy type. So what type does it what evolution type is missing still? Um so they don't a fighting have fighting type. Isn't that fighting a thing? So yeah,
3: fight they... they don't have fighting, they don't have rock, they don't have ground, they don't have flying, they no don't steel, have steel. Or bug. Or bug. Steel. I think or that's
2: bug? It okay yeah oh, so yeah there there's po- not...
3: there's not a poison one is there and poison there you go that's the other one i was looking through making or sure a ghost of... yeah so there's oh no God. fighting <laughs> okay
5: sorry. there's
3: a lot there's, no, there's a lot hold on because <laughs> so there's crazy. 18 types so that means 10 of them are missing
0: yeah there's a they so there's a lot of
3: types now and 18. like
1: wow
3: yeah yeah there are 18 different types and That's a lot of people wild. are hoping that they add a new typing to this new generation for Scarlet and Violet. I don't think it'll happen, but a lot of the people who do, who are really in the competitive scene are hoping that they will add a new new typing of Pokemon.
1: I hope so, so, too, because I just I like to pick up the meta.
3: Um, so they call do? it Plasma plasma has been thrown out there actually the other oh, one is sound <laughs> the sound. the sound typing because there's a lot of pokemon that already kind of have a lot of moves or things based off of sound like Exploud and chatter are two really good examples of pokemon that use sound for attack is it?
1: isn't there a there's a legendary that is like a it's, it's like a music note singer. Yeah, Meloetta. Yeah, she's a yeah. she's a mythical pokemon. Yeah. That would be a weird type. Like what would yeah. it be strong and weak against? <laughs> so they're hoping that it's strong
3: against the so they're hoping that it'd be strong against uh, the fairy typing because what's happened in uh, yeah. like the competitive scene for the longest time, the dragon typing has been like broken to use. Like everyone's using dragon because uh, it's only weak against dragon types and ice and ice is competitively just really weak and you can counter it very easily because it has so many weaknesses. Um but so they so because dragon was such this competitively offensive pokemon they added a fairy typing because the fairy and the fairy type would essentially is the counteract to dragon and it worked against dragon but now fairy type is by far the most broken in the competitive scene so they're hoping that this that a new typing would be strong against fairy, but also weak against the two weakest competitive typings, which is bug and ice. So it'd be like strong against fairy, weak against bug and ice, so that way some Pokemon that are kind of not great would be better, and some Pokemon that are a little broken would be brought down a little bit. So it's a little more even playing more diverse strategies and Pokemon are being thrown into the competitive scene.
0: I think the new Pokemon type should be human
3: human Mm -hmm. just because
0: they have so many that just look like people now
3: uh i know there are i don't like the humanoids
0: but it's like every every single one is just like if it has a third evolution there's a 50 percent chance that it's just gonna look like a person at that point (laughs) right
3: that's actually a big like there's a lot of complaints about that especially like uh with uh, the starter Pokemon that yeah. all the starters end up being bipedal toward the their third evolution, and everyone's like, Enough of it, we're done. Like, why?
2: Except it doesn't my, need uh, to be this way, except my boy, the grass monkey. I forgot his name, Rillaboom. He didn't, though, did he? Right? Is he just a gorilla? With he a he's drum? a gorilla,
3: so not technically, <laughs> but thwacky is,
0: yeah. That those ones make me feel weird, but I I'm my official stance is I'm okay with the ones that are just like teacups. <laughs> like I don't mind it if it's just like an inanimate object who's right. been possessed
2: by a ghost. <laughs> Isn't there like a chandelier or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: I actually really like Chandelure. It's, it's I Chandelure. think it's a cool Pokemon.
1: Yeah, chandelier Chandelure. Chandelure is. Very fun in Pokemon tournament too. Very good it at Pokemon tournament.
2: <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not an air? I guess flying. Yeah, Fly, flying yeah. type. Is that the air type then? Okay. But interestingly
3: enough, so every so every generation they add a new flying type. Um, you know the regional bird, mm-hmm. um, and. It bothers everyone because it's always a dual type of normal flying. And I think there's only been like one or two, like maybe the only exception to that was happened all the way in Gen 7 where it's a pure flying type.
0: Mm. Well, what about there's halucha, which is fighting, flying? Not
3: a regional bird.
0: Oh, okay. And then Talonflame?
3: Talonflame was the first one that actually w- but the first two evolutions were normal, yeah, I still think. That, yes, that is correct. Because it doesn't become a flying uh flying fire type until its third evolution. Right. And then in what is it? Uh Gen Eight as well. They have a I'm pretty sure Rookie i I'm not positive because I've never I didn't play Sword and Shield. Um but I'm also- pretty sure Rickety, we have to it?
0: congratulate
3: you because uh, you just got a Switch I did get a Switch, I'm very excited Woo! <laughs> I've mm-hmm. been playing Arceus so to to whoever I, it was Paul who said hey, you're not going to play Arceus yeah. I, I would, you should play it, it's really fun <laughs> <laughs> super fun oh, to,
0: Paula's going to gonna be there. playing Persona 5 for the next four years I think <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was going to make a joke that the new Pokemon type should be Persona to go Persona. along with, like, instead of the Humanoid. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're just actual Personas, and it's a crossover, and everyone is mad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I imagine that everyone would be mad.
1: Uh, right, Corv- by the way, little... Corviknight is Flying Steel.
3: Yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty sure Rookity, its first form, is Pure Flying but essentially, uh, it still took all the way to Gen 7 for them to uh, have a pure flying type, which I thought was ridiculous to me. They're yeah. always like flying normal type. I'm like, why? Because it's just a normal bird, I guess, but I still think it's dumb.
2: <clears throat> Maybe they need an uh, abnormal type. They do. Oh, that could be the new just type. Just ab-normal the opposite.
1: type. <laughs>
2: also, I've, I'm Stronger. looking up all Stronger, these types first. now. And I'm surprised there's no light or holy type.
3: I
1: don't know. Yeah. Well, they it, have, a type? have a dark type. Fairy. They have a dark type. Fairy is kind of fairy. that what it is? But holy would be hilarious. Yeah. I like the idea of holy. Holy. Pokemon, Pokemon our... heaven and in Pokemon Hell. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> already yeah. like yeah. Pokemon Angel, Weird.
2: Pokemon Demon. <laughs> <laughs> There's already
1: like cosmology to Pokemon. Like Arceus is the creator, isn't he? Like Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's already like it's it's gone well beyond animals already. So holy and heaven and hell actually wouldn't be that out of place.
3: I'm pretty sure Arceus's like signature move is like judgment.
2: <laughs> nice.
3: Or... <laughs> um
0: So another thing I I wanted to ask you about, I think you recently did this, but I've seen you watch a bunch of videos on this. Uh, Didn't you just do a Nuzlocke play on one of the games?
3: I did a soft Nuzlocke, yes.
0: Okay. Will you explain to everyone what a Nuzlocke is (laughs) and what that entails?
3: Okay, so a Nuzlocke is a way for adults, essentially, to play Pokemon and make it something challenging. So it's a game for kids, you know. It's, it's really not the hard of a game. So the rules to a Nuzlocke is you can only capture the first Pokemon you encounter in a, in a different area. So you walk into a rat, you will go into the grass, and you, all you get is a stupid rat attack. That's the Pokemon you get. There is no other. And, it, and you run into like something way better right afterwards. You don't get it. You can only train. So you're stuck with the first Pokemon. You can only capture the first Pokemon on the route. You have to nickname said Pokemon. You always have to give them a nickname. Um, This is to help you to build an emotional attachment to this Pokemon. (laughs) And, And then if they quote unquote faint, they die and you can't use them ever again. Don't you have they're to like dead. literally release them? Isn't that one of the rules? Yeah, you have to release them. You it's they're dead. <laughs> they're gone. Um so again, so you you end up naming them and you get this emo- like you're trying to be crea- I'm t- like so I did this Nuzlocke and I did it with my uh with what was it? Alpha Sapphire.
5: Okay.
3: So on my 3DS and yeah, I use I I I'll be the person to admit it, I use Mudkip in that in that that run through because Mudkip is by far the best starter in that generation. He he can solo run the whole thing basically if you level him up enough with the coverage he gets. He's with groundwater typing. He's broken. Um, <laughs> so. Anyway, so it's doing my thing. I named him, I forget, I think I named him like Slaps or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the first Pokemon that I caught was a Poochienna. It's a little puppy guy for those who don't know. He's this little puppy, he's a dark type. And it was a girl, and I named her Lady Macbeth. Because it was a dark <laughs> type, you know. <laughs> Ironically she was the first to die, but (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Well, that's my fault for naming her that. I should have known So
0: when they die, do you get to catch anything else
3: or No, so you're only allowed. So that's the thing is like if you, so there's different rules, like, you know, you can enforce different rules, and like, it's your Nuzlocke, there's, but like, there's like some guideline rules for general. Uh, but yeah, so no, you cannot go back to some route where that one died and catch a new Pokemon. You can't do that. I would be bad at that. That sounds hard. It's yeah. So and difficult. again, cause my, my, it's hard, it was hard for me. Cause again, my play style is very much like, I want to catch them all. I want to complete the Pokedex. Um, but you can't do that. You, you're, you you're there to catch the, the team. So, um, it's interesting because you like, you, you are going about the game a little differently and try to figure out where you want to go to catch different things. Or, uh, you kind of have to thinking about like the battles, like, And there's Pokemon you catch where you're like, this is a garbage Pokemon. And I'm basically using this thing because you can't use items while the Pokemon's in battle. So if your guys low HP, you can't use a potion on them. You have to swap them out with a different Pokemon, and then you can heal that Pokemon. So as you end up like getting like trash Pokemon that you're like, yeah, I'm I'm giving this person up so he can die. So I can take care of something who's Mm -hmm. better. So there's a little more strategy in how you go about it, but essentially, if you know there, you can have a game over where you lose the game completely because all your Pokemon that you've caught within the rules are now dead. So you can yeah. lose the game. So that's a and Nuzlocke. There's some really good examples. There's some really good like examples of like a Nuzlocke run through. Uh, the best one by far. Is Jaden Animation. She's hilarious. She does a YouTube channel. Shout out to her. I know if you ever hear this, Jaden, I'm a big fan. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Jaden, um, you must
0: be lost on the internet if you're in this corner.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> is she? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, she, I,
0: she is getting way more popular. I see her popping up a lot on YouTube recently.
3: Yeah, and actually, it's made Pokemon like a lot of people are trying to do things with her. Like, different Pokemon YouTube channelists are trying to get with her because of her pop because of how popular she is. But she doesn't just talk about Pokemon, she talks about just like video game stuff in her own personal life. Like, she's cool. I really like her channel. Awesome. Um, uh,
0: do you guys have any questions for Joseph?
1: Uh, do, you, do you plan on playing Scarlet and Violet now that you have a Switch?
3: Yes, I do plan on playing Scarlet and Violet, but I feel first I want to play uh, Diamond and Pearl, the new remakes of that. Um, Gen 4 turned into actually one of my favorites when I played it, and I didn't play it until actually only like two years ago. It was the first time I actually played Uh, a a Gen 4 game. It was Platinum. And I really liked it a lot. I like a lot. I like the, I enjoy the starters. I think the starters are really good. Um, I, I liked the story. Um, So I really want to do that one. And also, Gen 4 is by far the most difficult, in my opinion, as far as like the Elite 4 challenge. And then Cynthia, who's, (laughs) Cynthia is insane and she has been and her guard jump is from Satan himself uh, so <laughs> I so, cannot
0: believe how much time I spent trying to beat the Elite Four in that game
3: it's yeah it's ridiculous they made they, it, 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 it changed the game from like this easy little game for kids to play to like a competitive mindset where like the Pokemon have perfect like stats they have good typing like uh good natures to boost their stats they have like they're the the trainers are implementing different like um competitive strategies to screw people over and then cynthia is just absolutely broken and they have like really good items and abilities it's it's ridiculous
5: <laughs> hmm.
3: So I want to do that one for sure, just to see where I can do it. It's funny because like Ryan talked about that, but every time Ryan would get mad, he would end up coming over to my room and talk to me about how frustrated <laughs> he was. Because <laughs> Cynthia beat him again. <laughs> <laughs> and I just told I'm like, no, we need to change move sets. We need to change these. You need better coverage. You need better Pokemon. And I would just like kind of hack and slash what he had. <laughs> it was helpful. He won. What? He beat her. Yeah, once I changed the
0: moveset, I was like, all right, I just had bad moves.
3: Yeah, you just had bad moves. That was a big part of it. You were using like Ember or something like that. I'm like, we gotta stop
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my thing with Pokemon is I never want to try
3: for the story part of it. Yeah.
0: And I normally don't have to.
3: No, normally you don't have to, because it's a kids' game.
0: <laughs> yeah, but and I do think that for me the I enjoy the post game more. Like I, I don't usually enjoy the story. I enjoy when I'm done with the story and I can kind of explore and like get everybody. But that's just me. So how are you, like, an Arceus?
3: Oh, I'm loving Arceus. Um, I am into the post game. I am collecting right now. Like I'm about to do the Genie Challenge, where you have to catch the. The legendary genies, which I I'll be honest, I think they're dumb. I think they're stupid looking. I'm not a fan of their design at all. Like <laughs> Landorus, Thunderous, Tornadus, they're stupid. And then they have the fairy typing genie, and she's just she's just god-awful. I hate her. Uh <laughs> I just the they're just, yeah, they're just ugly. They're not good looking Pokemon aesthetically to me. I'm not a fan. Um so I'm doing that, but I'm also like trying to see I'm like okay, which Pokemon have I caught? And I'm catching them all, so that's kind of what I've been doing, and I've really been enjoying it and leveling them up and trying to complete the the original Pokedex for the world. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Do you
0: have any questions, Curtis? I'm trying to think. I I feel like I had some other questions, but I am losing them great podcast good i do plan some
3: notes so if we run out of the things and oh to get it into your I notes do have. i did bring up some notes
0: yeah let's hear i i want to hear everything you know about pokemon
3: that's a lot we've got well, four more hours <laughs> i think oh good oh good. <laughs> um so i was curious so like like I was saying, um, I think it, it, one of the things that's kind of interesting about Pokemon is like every generation, they try to add something new to the it keeps piques people's interests. And I was kind of looking through that. So it's like, you know, there's now eight generations of Pokemon. Um, and so Generation 1, that's the OG. Like, it's the first time they're figuring out a lot of things. There was a lot of kinks. Um, it wasn't the most balanced of games, if you ask me. Um, like that generation, the psychic Pokemon were broken, absolutely broken. Um, you look at like the most difficult battle. It's Cynthia by far. It's Cynthia just because psychic only had two weaknesses at that time, which was ghost and bug and the strongest bug type that you would get in like the first generation, like a scyther was there, but Scyther was a really hard Pokemon to actually get, and there wasn't any good, like, none of its moves were good bug-type moves. The best bug-type move was, like, Twin Needle, which was used
2: by, like, Drill, which was not a good Pokemon. So... <laughs> I remember Drill. I don't know why Drill yeah. always stuck out to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bee. <laughs> um, Drill
0: now has a wife, Vespa Queen.
3: Oh, she good does, for yeah, him. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. they yeah. married. What, that's... That's an infuriating Pokemon, actually. Fun fact for me. I have stories of frustration with Vespa Queen. <laughs> um so Gen 2, they, they the big ad there, like for the gameplay, was that's when they added like the nighttime and dark, like night and daytime playthroughs So different Pokemon would chime come in at different times of the day was kind of a fun mechanic. And they also had a dark and steel typing. And for me, I know this is maybe a nostalgia thing, but I think I think Gen 2 is probably one of the best games overall. Cause although they don't feel like they added a whole lot of new Pokemon, the fact that the post game was like you could go back to the original area and fight all those gym leaders. And then your last battle was to go against the guy you played at, which was just red. Like it was the coolest thing ever. Oh uh, yeah, that was and- cool.
0: I I don't think you're alone. I think a lot of people regard yeah. Gen 2 as the best one.
3: I, I just think it's so cool that like none of the other gens have given you an opportunity. Like there, there's been other generations that like you can battle other gym leaders from previous games or champions from other games. And they've done that to some degree, but never like you, part of the game was to go to the other area and to do the, all the gyms there. Like that was crazy. And I liked that. So gen two is probably one of my favorite generations. Uh, gen three. I have a lot of angst with. Cause they got rid of the nighttime, daytime mechanic, which why um, it's all freaking water and they did and it's the first generation where they're like you can't catch all the pokemon you can't catch them all like it stopped yeah, that that candy. is hard like that that ticked me up because they, like like some of the pokemon from the first two generations weren't in gen three at all so you couldn't trade them in you couldn't do it like the games wouldn't let you i'm like this is stupid <laughs> i can never make professor oak happy now i'm never gonna finish his stupid pokedex they won't let me <laughs> I just hated that. I was so angry. (laughs) Um, I did not play Gen 4 and 5, and I'm okay with that because I... Well, no, I played Gen 4. Gen 4 is really good. That's one I was just talking about. That's Diamond Pearl. Love that one. And... But 5 and 6, I think, are just lame. I'm not a huge fan of... Especially 5. I think 5 is one of the worst generations ever. With the most forgettable Pokemon. Which one's that? like maractus i think it's black and white black and five, yeah that's black and white, and white. Yeah. that's black and white like, I like no maractus knows. that's just the cactus right yeah it's just a stupid cactus or <laughs> like swana and ducklet the, the vanilla the ice cream pokemon they're done they're done
0: i think that's where pokemon did what they were meant to do <laughs> is just say what's in this room Let's just turn that into a Pokemon.
3: <laughs> I I got some ice cream. <laughs> <got> some ice <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> this is like I just I'm not a fan. And also uh, like gen, the Gen Five starters are some of the worst. Yeah, Emboar is so dumb, so dumb. I don't like Samurott or Superior. I think they're all bad. I There's-
1: like Oshawat, but
3: not Samurott. Yeah, Oshawott but, was cute. Yeah. But then they ruined it. <laughs> they ruined it. I just, they're they're all dumb. I just, I know. They're, while there are some Pokemon that come from Gen 5 that I really do like, like Delore, You know, that one's a Gen 5, but you also get like Conkeldor, which is ugly.
0: Yeah, he and, is one of the worst ones to me. He's just... Really
1: don't forget Garbodor, or Garbodor, however you do Oh, know. gosh.
0: I, 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 Literally I
1: a garbage Pokemon.
5: Literally
2: a garbage is. Pokemon. <laughs> oh, so, sorry, I'm just looking up Pokemon. All the names. Because I don't know what either But this is Bidoof. He's my name favorite Pokemon, because Bidoof. Bidoof. <laughs> That's
3: the Gen 4 Rodent.
2: Oh, he's hilarious to me. Is um, there a
1: rodent in every generation?
3: Yeah, there's a normal type rodent essentially for every generation.
1: Uh, I did not know that one.
3: Yeah. Um, starts out with Rattata. And actually, Gen 2's rodent is also Rattata. Well, no, and they're Centra as well, I guess. Yeah. So I guess Gen 2's is Centra. But then, yeah. Um. I just the other thing about Gen five that's really interesting, like that kind of bothers me is it was the first generation, the first game at least, like black and white, not black two and white two. Um, That first that first game, the decks was super limited because they only had Gen five Pokemon in it. There was no other generations from the past that were brought into that game at first. It was only Gen five Pokemon. So I think they were pushing to put, like, so there's a lot, and it's the generation that brought in the most new Pokemon, but it's, I also think, the most, like, the least creative out of all the generations as a result. And I just don't, I didn't care for it.
0: Yeah. I think that generation and Gen 2 are the only ones I really haven't played. So I don't really know anything about them.
3: Um... Gen 6, that's the one that added mega evolutions and the fairy typing. And mega evolutions, I think I'll be honest Jen, uh, that's kind of when I was like, "Oh, I want to play this now because of mega evolutions because it kind of like brought some hype to some Pokémon that really like had been forgotten from the first generation and from other ones." So I liked I liked
4: that a lot with mega evolutions. uh but yeah
3: then seven added the z moves and i thought that was dumb yeah that was a lame one yeah yeah, it's basically they did the hokey pokey every single time and then they did some stupid move and i'm just like i don't need to watch you do the hokey pokey every single time on this game (laughs) stop it like Uh not necessary
1: Um uh, I do think 2 canon is one of my favorite pokemon of all time though and that came from gen 7. So.
0: Would you say that's because you immediately caught a shiny version of it?
1: No, I would have loved it anyway. The shiny was okay. just was just quite the bonus. Right on. <clears throat> um and
0: you you have Play Gen 8,
3: right? Yeah, but Gen 8's big thing that they added was uh, Dynamax and Gigantamax. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, if you watch the competitive scene, and it depends on which competitive scene you're watching, it depends on what they like most. For people who do doubles battles for competitive, they love Gen 8. Because Gigantamax is, and Dynamax is such a cool factor of like the doubles battle. Whereas people who do single battles, they prefer like Gen 6 with Mega Evolutions because you could really kind of focus your offense on one Mega Evolution. Mm. Well, anything else with Mega is it's it's all hyper
4: offensive. So it doesn't really work too well with doubles. And it. And. There's just so much to Pokemon. Yeah, Uh, I
1: do think they could do away with like the gimmick like because yeah, I haven't liked I'm not even that into Mega Evolution or Z moves or Gigantamax like I would be fine with just more Pokemon. I don't think it needs a gimmick the gimmick is almost like frustrating to me because it's like another thing you have to learn and deal Mm -hmm. with when really what I want is just more Pokemon. (laughs) I think that's fair. but I mean, surely they will continue to to have something in Scarlet Violet. I'm sure. Well, I'm yeah. sure there's
3: some kind of new vibed thing for it. Yeah.
0: Do you think you'll get Scarlet or Violet?
3: This is for Violet. I'm gonna. I would say Violet, just because I like the Willy Wonka line of Violet. You're turning Violet. Violet. <laughs>
0: Man, I was thinking about Violet as well. But that's interesting that will Violet be the most popular one? I was also
1: thinking Violet. So oh, yeah.
2: well, my first one reaction was Scarlet.
1: Oh, there we go. Perfect. Curtis will definitely play this game. So I
2: always like <laughs> to, <laughs> to get the Pokemon. I don't know. I always wanted to get the ones that I feel like no one else had just to be different.
0: The, that's a valuable person to have in your life, honestly. Um, and who do you think your starter will be in the new one?
4: Probably.
3: I've usually gone with the water types because I'm originally like a squirtle guy. Mm-hmm. I like squirtle. I like for alligator. Um, but the little duck thing is not my cup of tea, <laughs> so I might either go with the little fire. With Coco, yeah, or the the cat's kind of cool too, though. Spidergattito. Yes.
1: Um, <laughs> did you roll your like R like a little bit there, right?
0: I... A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it just came out of me. There is a rumor Spiro that Gattito.
1: this is based on Spain, right? Yeah,
0: that's what it looks like to me.
1: Except the duck. Uh, I, I do like I that actually, the like, cat
2: and the lizard or the crocodile have like very Spanish sounding names. And then the duck the, is like Quaxley. Yeah,
0: Quaxley. <laughs> I actually think I am going to pick Quaxley. And I really hate the design for Fuecoco.
2: Oh really? He's my favorite. Yeah. Little, little but, arms.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he just looks like he's like a ball. But Kind of a dinosaur too,
1: but it, it will. I mean, it will really depend on the final. That's I was the, just gonna say that. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't decide. That's
0: what you look at the product. most. And say, do you yeah. have to
2: look up the final evolutions, or is that spoilery?
0: Uh, you can. I was surprised when I uh, played Sword because I was going to pick um who was the uh, yeah i was gonna pick stobble i was like i gotta pick the water a lot of my friends were gonna pick that and then when they showed the opening scene and i saw grookey interacting with everybody just my heart knew i had to pick grookey
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so speaking of interesting things about Starter Pokemon and like waiting to their final evolution. I had a buddy who was playing through Gen 3 and he picked Torchic. um, The little chicken fire Pokemon. And when it evolved to Combusken, he hated it so much that he turned it off and restarted the game because of how (laughs) bad he hated it. (laughs) That is a thing
0: where I I picked uh, Rowlet in Arceus oh, yeah. uh-huh. and I, because I love Decidui, like his design. And I didn't know they changed the final evolution designs mm-hmm. in Arceus. <laughs> and I was unpleasantly surprised when I saw how different he looked.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. They switched the designs and the typings for the finals. That's right.
0: But yeah, like, that is one thing that makes me like Pokemon, is I just like that, like, compared to other games that kind of do a similar, like, thing, where it's like, this is the knockoff Pokemon, the designs are never as good to me as Pokemons are. But, and I know people complain about the later designs and, like, and things like that, but I don't know, even the later designs I find more appealing than other games that are like have you collect monsters in a similar way. Yeah, and I like that there's so many. Like, if you don't like one, yeah. you're definitely gonna find one you like.
3: Yeah, I yeah. think the current total for now for all the Pokemon is around like 814 or 12, somewhere around there,
0: it's over know. 800
3: now. It yeah, is, 905 is the official it's number. 905, yeah. It's 905. Well, wow. there you go. It's, it's over 800 still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> well, any final thoughts on Pokemon before we get into our game?
3: Oh, I yeah. Game. My last thing that I wanted you guys to know is the terminology, going back to the Torchic vibe. Um, so. Like I said, the second evolution is is just ugly and terrible. Most people hate it. Uh, The third evolution is Blaziken, and Blaziken's super cool looking. And now, whenever I know someone who I remember as a child was really really ugly, but grew up to look really attractive and hot, (laughs) I call them a Blaziken. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of that's 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 something I want more people to know and start using. Like, oh yeah, do you remember that girl? She's a total blaziken now. She's, she's so <laughs> ugly. Now she's gorgeous. Look at that blaziken.
4: Uh, so that wasn't I you to thank you path. for sharing
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well I have one question though. Yeah. That's just because like the last few Pokemon games I feel like have been controversial for whatever reasons um graphics. The, graphics is the reason the graphics is always a reason which i think is kind of a silly reason to be honest uh the one that's always popped up which i think is more interesting is like the uh because you mentioned it, even in gen 3 they did it where the, all the pokemon were available and mm-hmm. that's been an issue recently right like i just think that's an interesting controversy just because there's like 900 Pokemon now, and it seems like such yeah. a huge task to make sure all Pokemon are available and playable in each game. Like, do you think that's uh, fair, though?
0: Part of it is people like to bring their favorite Pokemon from their like, Game Boy days mm-hmm. or from their DS days with them to every single generation. And so, I don't know. It doesn't bother me when you can't get them all. But like, I think people kind of get attachments to the, the the Pokemon they've grown to know and love. And
2: yeah, but it it, it is
0: interesting. Yeah.
2: But there's so many Pokemon now.
0: I wish they did something to gamify what is known as Pokemon home right now. Of, like, I wish that Pokemon Home was, like, a separate island that you could, like, like, or, like, had its own, like, game attached to it to make it, like, make the world feel a little more connected. Of, like, oh, yeah, this, like, my Pokemon Sword game is connected to my Pokemon Violet game. And, like, other than, like, this is just, like, a big computer. You're uploading all your co- Pokemon to and it, in that way, I I think that it, even if they couldn't, you couldn't trade all the Pokemon into each game, you could still trade all the Pokemon into that hub, and it felt like more like a living, breathing world. And of course, the dream is they make one huge Pokemon game, and then the DLCs are just the different locations you've traversed.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and you can just go to kanto but in a more modern sense that's connected to like every game but that's too good to be true
2: do you think they should just make like a pokemon mmo where that's literally the game oh curtis
1: you have no idea what you've just said oh (laughs) (laughs) i have seen so many people talk about pokemon mmo for years and Are you familiar with MMO, Joseph?
3: No.
0: It's basically World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah. Uh, Massively multiplayer online is what it stands for. That, that checks out. Um, But yeah, what was the name? What's that humble game that's like a ripoff Pokemon? That was uh, mm. it, like, it's a whole game because. Temtem. Yeah, that's the one. Temtem is is 100% just. That's how frustrated people are that Nintendo slash Pokemon company has never just made a Pokemon MMO. There's there's this whole other game that was made just to scratch that itch. Yeah, there's, there's... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, there's just so much frustration among uh, the fan base of like, why don't you do the obvious things? Why do you do just the same thing you've been doing forever. Why do you not make the obvious jump? And
0: everybody also knows the answer of, well, Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearls is one of the highest selling games this yeah. year because everybody just bought it, even though it was a simple remake of
1: right. a
0: previous game.
3: I think one of the reasons why there is so much angst is because the stupid song that we grew up as kids. It says, I gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. And like, you know, the whole the stupid game at the beginning was Professor Oak saying, Don't let me down, collect all the Pokemon. This is really important." old child. Go out into the wilderness with all these dangerous animals. You'll be fine. I'm like, Sure, I can do that. I got to collect them all. And now we're like, that's the job. You told me this was the job and I can't do it now? I think that's (laughs) a lot of controversy. And I think I'm right there with everyone. I'm ticked. You made me me disappoint Professor Oak again. (laughs) That's my angst. Just
1: (laughs) gave this impossible task.
2: (laughs) So, would it be a. Hot take if I said I think it'd be interesting if they just made a new generation of Pokemon and that was it in the game. I think they tried doing that with five and people didn't like it
3: because a lot of their favorite Pokemon were not a part of the game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. I think it'd be more interesting to find new favorites personally. That would
3: be really good, but nostalgia is a violent tool. Yeah. So yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, I also just need to shout out before we're done uh, uh, a game I have mentioned before but new Pokemon Snap is also a very important Pokemon experience for me so I said I only play the main games now but new Pokemon Snap is is very much important to me as well
0: I did spend a lot of time in that one
3: I've never Uh, played either of them but I thought they were both really cool
2: I remember playing the original back in the day? With that and "Hey You, Pikachu," it's a good time. <laughs> Forgot about "Hey You, Pikachu." Um, yeah, you'll have,
0: you're more than welcome to borrow new Pokemon Snap anytime, Joseph.
3: Deal. You got yourself a deal. you <laughs> to be not roomy. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Let us get into this game. I am struggling to. Call it anything else, but who's that Pokemon? (laughs) Uh, But for now, the alternate title is Detective Pikachu's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's how this game works. It's pretty simple. Curtis, it's going to be impossible for you. Great. Uh, But you're playing. So, don't accepted. worry, so we're just gonna go around in a circle uh and we'll just start with the last person to talk we'll we'll start with joseph though since he's our guest um and we're gonna start with me giving you i I'm gonna give you certain clues about a specific Pokemon, and after I give a new clue, you will be allowed to make a guess. If you get it wrong, I will give a new clue and the next person will guess.
3: Okay, I gotcha. And
0: we will yeah. go until they guess it. Here are the clues I will be giving you in order for each one. The first clue will be the Pokemon's weight.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. The okay.
0: second clue, I will be sharing uh, my audio with you right now. And it will be the Pokemon's call.
2: Oh, nice. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But hold on hold on quick question is this like all the pokemon uh what did you say legendary I, ch- I chose five pokemon out of all of them out of all of
0: okay. them yes. <laughs> um here let me share my screen okay uh the next clue after that will be the generation they're from
3: okay that helps a lot
0: um the next clue will be one of their types uh they each have two types i believe if they don't i will say that it's only one type for the first type and then the next clue will be their other type then the other clue will be their number uh i'm gonna put number after generation i think
3: Question for the yes. number is that regional decks, national decks, decks, in Dex and tech in its totality, national decks, yes, national in the Dex, totality. Yeah.
0: And then the well, final yeah. clue will be the Pokedex description, oh, uh, which I think gives most of them away, so yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, are you guys ready? I'm so excited, <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with you, Joseph. This Pokemon weighs ninety-two point six pounds. Well, there's two weights. I actually think it. Sorry, well, it's what it weighs thirty-three point
3: one pounds. Thirty-three point one pounds or ninety-two. It has two weights yes i will get into that later if we need to that means it has two forms that means it's probably a mega evolution pokemon would be my first guess all right uh, um i am going to guess marsh top
0: all right this is not marsh top dang <laughs> all right we're gonna go with you next curtis i'm gonna play you you can also pass for your guess
2: i'm gonna guess
0: all right um are y'all are you all watching the uh shared screen
2: mm-hmm.
0: i think so. so okay this is the uh call that the pokemon makes
2: what the heck like a pig is there a big pokemon
1: <laughs> uh, You bet there is
2: yeah Uh Would
1: you like
0: me to play it some more?
2: Let's say Greninja.
0: <laughs> Alright, it is not Greninja. Alright, this is from Generation 1.
1: Oh. 90, how many pounds?
0: 92. Uh,
4: sorry, just 33.1. Oh, okay.
1: 33.1 pounds. Okay. Gen one. Mm-hmm. Can you play the sound again? I can play the sound.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
2: I really thought the sound was going to be a lot more helpful.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't hopefully don't have the right sound. I'm a little afraid I don't.
1: Thirty pounds. Uh, I can't get Metapod out of my head, so I guess that's my guess. All right. It is not Metapod.
4: Okay.
0: Um. All right, Joseph. Yes. This Pokemon
4: is number eighty-three. In the national decks. Okay. It's gen one. It's gen one. Thirty-two pounds. Yeah, around there. Thirty-three point one pounds. Mm. Um uh, let's go with uh, no, it's not the I'm trying to think of the cry. sorry, uh, could you play it one more time? uh yes, I can.
3: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh shoot, I don't know. I'm gonna go with I know this is wrong, but I'm just gonna say muck. I know that's wrong. Alright, it's
0: not muck. Curtis, one of the types of this Pokemon is flying.
1: Flying? Flying. I was not expecting
2: that. Um uh, what's his name? Psydeck. It is, is-
0: and not Psyduck
2: is he at least flying or is he I mean he's a bird no. he's a duck
1: ducks fly <laughs>
0: Um, I don't remember if Psyduck is fly or not but Paul the other type
4: is normal oh
1: I think I know uh, what it is is it Fero?
0: Is not Firo. Oh.
3: No, it's Spiro, I'm pretty sure. Uh, would
0: you like me to read the Pokedex entry before you lock that in? Sure.
4: <laughs> yes, please.
0: Um, I just had it.
4: Now I can't find it. Where did it go? Hmm. All right, I'll give you the. Uh, the b- uh Text. It can't live without the stock it holds.
0: That's why it defends the stock uh, from attackers it's, um... with its life. Joseph, you're on the board with far fetched.
3: Yeah, I was trying to think I'm like, it can't be sp- like I was thinking like flying normals. is like Spiro Fero are so early in the Pokedex numbers. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I couldn't remember where they were. Farfetch'd is also one of my all-time favorite Pokemon, so I'm sad I didn't get it. He it's is also great. Ryan's favorite first card for Pokemon. I,
0: that is one of the reasons why it is one of my favorites.
1: And I also love Surfetched would that they added in Sword and Shield. He
0: is great. And I believe uh, that is where the other weight came from. Um. Oh... Makes i'm not sense. i'm not sure because these ones have two weights and i don't really know where that comes from maybe there's a a base weight and a max weight
3: I there i think that's probably right because they're, they come in different sizes
0: okay so that's probably what it is so i can give you the the low and the high weights if you guys want that me that's my man Fair. all right this next pokemon curtis okay Weighs. Weighs between one point five and six point (laughs) two (laughs) pounds.
2: Okay. (laughs) Um Weedle. It is not Weedle.
0: All right, I will be playing for you guys this Pokemon call. Uh, Paul,
1: this is for you. Oh, play it again. Uh, sorry. Um, I'm going to go with unknown. It's not unknown. Okay.
0: All right. This Pokemon is from generation seven joseph
4: okay could you
3: play the cry for me again yes i think it's the regional bug of alola i can't remember what its name was it's final evolution is Vicavolt.
0: vault you think you have charger bug
3: is, yeah, that's its... Secondary. I don't remember if that's its name. That's the secondary form. And either way, it's wrong. It's Sorry. Okay,
0: fair enough. All right, this is Pokemon number 778. Curtis?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that really narrows it down. <laughs> Which gen is Gen seven? I don't even know. Is that the seven other? moon? Okay. Um, it is seven hundred one. So is that like the total number of Pokemon across all the games?
0: Yes, that's the national Dex number. Okay, seven hundred seventy-eight um, out of nine oh five.
2: Let's go with the, isn't there fire cat? One.
0: Yes. I forgot his name too, even though he's in Smash Bros. Nah, yeah, in Sin- not
2: Yeah, not Incineroar.
0: Uh, Litten, yes.
2: Litten. Let's go with Litten.
0: Uh, that is incorrect. Paul, one of the types is Fairy. Oh, shoot. Once again, I will play the sound. <laughs> uh,
1: Gen 7, so this is Sun and Moon, right? Yep. Fairy type.
4: Uh, is it the Keys? I don't remember it's, the name. It is not the Keys.
1: <laughs> what is the name of that Pokemon? A Clefkey. key. Is that even Gen 7? I believe no. that's Gen 6, maybe. Oh. Uh... It's All
4: right. Joseph, the other type is Ghost.
3: Oh, that means it has to be Mimikyu.
0: The Pokedex entry is its actual appearance is unknown. A scholar who saw yeah. what was under its rag was overwhelmed by terror and died from the shock.
3: Yeah, that's Mimikyu.
0: Mimikyu is correct, Joseph. You've got two points on the board. Oh, oh man. man.
3: Well, Fairy Ghost, I'm pretty sure it's like one of the only Fairy Ghost
4: types in the whole game right now. I did not know that, actually. Yeah. All right. Number three. Um, Curtis, we're starting with you again. Weighs between
0: 24.3 pounds. Oh, no. This one has a, a... one weight on its page
4: 24.3 pounds
2: okay um it's Bidoof it is not Bidoof
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right I'll be playing the call I'm really afraid anyone correct me if I'm wrong if the the sounds are wrong on this because I numbered them so people couldn't see who they were Because we'll know to correct you, for sure. Well, (laughs) anyone listening who's a big Pokemon fan.
1: Oh, that's what you mean, okay.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, here is the call.
1: Okay, so that sounds like a... What's the squirrel they added in Gen 8?
0: Thinking, I can't remember.
3: I mix all the squirrels up. Is it the second one, greedent or grievent
1: or something like that? Oh yeah, is scorvet uh, it? Squo-vet. squovet, squovet. My guess is squovet. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh. Oh wait, but it's like 27 pounds, is what you said, right? Yeah, twenty four point yeah. three pounds. Okay. Yeah, I should have taken that more into account. Okay.
0: Um. This Pokemon was introduced in Generation Six. Ugh. Wait. Hold on. Maybe no Generation Five. My bad.
1: Uh, still.
3: Okay. Let me think. That was. Oh, yeah, that's the Gen Five I hate the most. Um. Is it Vivillon?
0: It is not Vivillon. Curtis, this Pokemon was is number five
2: hundred and thirteen. <laughs> um, it's the <laughs> it's the ice cream
0: Pokemon. <laughs> it is not the ice cream Pokemon. What is the uh,
1: name
3: of Pokemon? It's like Vanillix Vanille. is one of There's them. three of them.
2: There's three of it's them. It's
3: a three stage evolution Pokemon, and it's
2: stupid. Does it just get like more scoops? <laughs>
3: yes pretty much <laughs>
0: yeah that's more yeah. cones actually <laughs> that's exactly what more happened. cones <laughs> Yeah, so stupid all right uh paul this is just this does not have two types so it just has one typing
1: is that the whole clue you're not going to tell me what the type is
0: yeah, because I'm giving you the secondary type first and then the first type. Oh, uh, okay. Or whatever second on the list. But if there's only one, I'm just gonna say that there's only one type.
1: I don't I don't know enough to even know like <laughs> who was the fire type from Gen 5. Uh
4: you can pass if you would like to. Would
3: it help if I played this? <laughs> Question: Is it. Did you say it's only typing already or
4: no? No, I have not yet. That will be your clue. Okay. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Um yeah i I guess that's just path. I can't think of anything from Fed Five
0: <laughs> all right, Joseph, this is a fire type Pokemon,
3: okay. This is my thought process with this, and i was i I think i that confirms it. I think Ryan is gonna choose one of my least favorite Pokemon of all time, which are the stupid elemental monkeys um. Because they're stupid and they're ugly and the world's least favorite Pokemon from around the like, I think Ryan would choose that. I think it's the 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 <laughs> what is it Se- the semi sage uh, semi guy, the fire monkey, the evolved form fire monkey. All
0: right. It is not Simisear.
3: Simisear. So
0: <laughs> that means, Curtis, this goes to you, this next clue. When it is angered, the temperature of its head tuft reaches six hundred degrees Fahrenheit. It uses its tuft to roast berries. It's a tuft? Yes, as in tuft of hair
2: or fur. <laughs> um is it what's another I'm just following Joseph's lead. Is it is it Chim Chimchar? Is that another monkey?
0: It is. That is a good guess. It is not Chimchar, though. Is that
2: even the right generation? Probably not.
0: It's one before.
2: Oof. a good guess.
1: Do you have a guess? Uh, I mean, I think it's the not evolved form of the one Justice said, but I don't know the name of it. Do we give it to him? I'll let you guys be the judge of that one. I don't think good. you give it to him. Well, if someone knows the name, they should get what's it.
3: this. What's this thing? It's like. Uh, let me see here. It's like pants here or something like that. It is
0: pants here. Uh, There you go. Yeah, I think Joseph <laughs> should get it again. I, <laughs> I am going to cast my vote that you get the point, Paul, <laughs> just because.
3: Because I guess the wrong one, because I thought it was 24 pounds seemed heavy for a little monkey. Yeah,
0: the uh, Simasir weighs 61.7 pounds.
3: Oh my gosh, they're so stupid.
0: (laughs) Here's what I like about this one. He just looks so uncomfortable and sad all the time. (laughs) That it just, like, I don't know. There's a kinship I have with this one.
3: Um, Those three elemental monkeys so much.
0: That's really funny. so
3: dumb. All right, so I'm going to give the point to
0: Paul just so Joseph can't have an easy win.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got two more. Joseph, we're going to start with you. Bring it. This Pokemon. Weighs 19.8 pounds.
3: Mm, That doesn't give a whole lot away. Um. 19.8 19.8 pounds. Cool. Let's just throw it out there. I'm going to say. Unpheasant. It
0: is not unpheasant. All right. Here's the sound it makes for you, Curtis. Oh. Um, I don't- Pikachu. It is not Pikachu.
2: It's like the Paul, laziest is... guess I could have thrown out there.
0: <laughs> Paul, this is from Generation One. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say
3: it's One.
1: Play the sound again. Oh, this is a sound I know I have heard a million times. Uh, I'm gonna guess
0: what was the weight? Uh, 19.8 pounds or nine kilograms.
1: I'm going to guess Nitorino.
0: It is not Nidorino. Oh, it's actually <laughs> Uh Joseph, this is number seven. Oh, dang it.
3: Okay, so let me think. Is it Charmeleon? It is not Charmeleon. <laughs> oh, no, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot.
4: I'm an idiot.
0: This is only one type. Water. I
2: know. Yeah. Wait, what type was it?
0: Uh there there I is, is no it secondary type, yeah.
2: Got it. Hold on, he says number seven, let me count. Yes. I don't know which one comes first.
0: <laughs> yes, that's the problem. <laughs>
2: Is it Squirtle?
0: It is Squirtle. Curtis, oh, you
3: got it. Yeah. I made a vital mistake. <laughs> for some reason, when I'm on the
0: Gen 1 page for this, it doesn't have the Pokedex entries. But when I'm on the later one, it does, but. The uh, Pokedex entry from Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is Shoots water at prey while in the water. Withdraws into its shell when in danger.
1: (laughs) Really (laughs) creative with that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. The final one. If you guys can tie it, I'll pull a random Pokemon in. (laughs) Just Yeah. So, Paul, we're starting with you. This Pokemon weighs six point six pounds. Six point
1: six. Just a little guy.
0: I, yeah. Uh, I should have been giving you guys the heights too. Those ones are funny to me for some reason.
1: <laughs> uh, six point six.
4: Let's go with
1: trying to trying to get in Ryan's head, trying to think about what generations we've done, what generations we haven't (laughs) done. We've done two from Gen
0: 1. That's true. And a Gen 7 and a Gen
1: 5. 6.6 pounds. Let's go with just one of
3: what I was going to say, if you get it right on the first guest position of the way you win.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should be more points earlier on. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with one of my favorites and I'm going to say Hoot Hoot. It's
0: not Hoot Hoot. All right. Here's its call.
1: Okay,
3: it's oh, that's I- a later generation.
0: <laughs> Joseph, do you have a guess?
3: Um,
4: uh, I'm gonna guess the
3: Gen Eight bug. Thing. I uh, the little nerdy worm guy I didn't play gen Oh, is it a I don't form? remember
0: what the, what's that's called but
3: well then it's a no so
0: <laughs> yeah it is not it uh, once again this is the sound it makes and this one is from generation six is
2: mm. that my guess yes is it the chandelier it is not Chandelure.
0: Paul, this is number 707. Is it Klefki? All you've gotten Klefki. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> is that Klefki? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The entry is these key collectors threaten any attackers by fiercely jingling their keys to them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the sound I was like, that sounds like keys. But yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it was clever because Pokemon sounds are weird. Um, nice. That's funny that Clefky came up before. Yeah, Klefki was one of the answers. Let's see. Oh, it's the
0: cries, not calls. For sure.
5: Yeah, <laughs> same
0: thing. All right. I'm gonna pull up a random one unless you guys gotta go because I know we've gone over already. If we We want the tiebreaker.
1: Yeah, we can do a tiebreaker.
0: All right. At least I'm good on
2: the tiebreaker. Those are heavy keys. (laughs) Good
1: point. Six pounds. Six pounds of keys. And the height is only eight inches. I just looked it up.
0: Um, You're right. We're going to go. Yeah, that's why the it, the
4: heights are funny to me. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with. This one. Downloading the cry right
0: now. Where can you even get the cry? Uh, Play. com slash audio slash cries. <laughs> they have an entire MP3 <laughs> index of each cry. Oh my <laughs>
1: gosh. That was so much work that someone did. I know. Probably several people, obviously.
0: <laughs> All right. Pulling up the final information.
3: Someone should make Hypnos cry the ringtone because it's kind of a jam.
2: <laughs> Just saying,
0: <laughs> that is a good one. I do like a nice long Game Boy style one. <laughs> All right, so Joseph, we're starting with you. Uh,
5: okay.
0: This Pokemon weighs one hundred ten point two pounds. <laughs>
3: Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Aron. All right, it is not
4: Aron. Uh, Curtis, here's the call.
2: Um, I'm Ooh. gonna say Onyx.
1: It is not Onyx. Ooh, probably not enough weight, actually. Yeah, Onyx is like. Probably hundreds of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, this one is another Gen 5 Pokemon. Oh, shoot. I actually thought it was earlier, but now that I'm pulling up the info, it is Gen
4: 5.
1: Play the sound again. Did we say earlier that Samurott is Gen 5? Uh, That's my guess, (laughs) Samurai. All right, that is incorrect.
2: (laughs) Okay. Also, just so everyone knows, Onyx is 463 pounds, so that was a little (laughs) hot. (laughs) All right, Joseph, this
0: is number
3: 634. Gen 5, 634. Um...
4: I I don't.
3: Um, let's go with. We'll say Ambor.
0: All right, that is incorrect. All right, one of the typing
4: of this is dark.
2: You're up, Curtis. Uh, what? What's Gen Five? What game is that? Can I ask that? That is black and white. The
0: Unova region.
2: Okay. I literally don't know any Pokemon from that gen. (laughs) I know. This is the most impossible game for you, Curtis, and I'm sorry. I got one, though. Um, That is true. I have no idea. Let's go with the... Uh, third evolution of the bug Pokemon. I don't know.
0: All right, that is incorrect. Uh, the other type is dragon.
1: Paul. Oh gosh, this probably should make it really obvious if people like half know their stuff, but I still don't know. Dark dragon. That's what maybe said, the, right?
0: maybe this will help.
1: Oh, <laughs> Dark Dragon, Gen 5. Number
0: 634. 110.2 pounds. It its the... base happiness is 35.
1: <laughs> well, don't give it away.
2: You might be giving yeah, might it away. That's too much information. Is it the...
1: The oh, like the the black legendary. It starts with a Z, right? Zer, it's like Zerkoa or something. That's not it, but it's. uh... Well, I'll let you know now that that is incorrect. Okay. Either way. What is the name of it? I don't remember.
3: (sighs) All right, Joseph. So this Pokemon is from the Hydreigon line, and I think it's a secondary evolution, the two-headed one that starts with a Z, but I can't remember its name.
0: I didn't even have to read the Pokedex description clue.
1: <laughs> okay, after read the it, clue.
0: After it has eaten up all of the food in its territory, it moves to another area. Its two heads do not get along.
3: It's Yeah, it's the two-headed one that starts with a Z.
0: Zuelis is correct.
3: There you go.
1: Oh, Joseph. I was actually so close. <laughs> hey, you were actually.
3: <laughs> yeah, when you said it was a dark type, I'm like, okay, well, that's basically either going to be the Hydreigon line or what is Dark or what's the other one? I was yeah. thinking of Zekrom. I've now looked Zekrom, yes. so Zekrom is Lightning Dragon. Yeah.
4: Okay.
0: Well, congratulations, Joseph. You are a winner. <laughs> And and the rightful winner, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, if we ever do Pokemon episodes again, we will definitely be playing this again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The cries were very frustrating.
0: (laughs) The far-fetched one didn't sound right to me, so I wonder if it was wrong.
3: It might be right, actually. I think it is, because it kind of has a quack sound.
0: Yeah, it did yeah, there you go. Detective Pikachu's the game. <laughs> <Second> Pikachu's. Detective <laughs> Pikachu, Incredible. Well, that is our episode. Thank you so much, Joseph, for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me ramble for you guys.
0: Oh, I loved every minute of it. That's what
3: we're all about. Nice. Uh, that's true. I'm really good at rambling. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Um, Thank you guys have, for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: If you have any questions, email us at chansteinpodcasts at gmail.com. If you want to chat with us, join our Discord server. The link is in the description of the episode. And yeah, that's that's all we say, right?
1: Thanks for coming to see James.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming to see James and uh,
4: have a great day. Bye. Bye. See ya.